Is there anything that makes you feel more adult than buying art? Your Art Gallery makes buying art an easy, affordable experience that you can do from the comfort of your own home. Buyers can purchase artwork from over 3,000 talented artists, showing their work for the first time, and seasoned art professionals as well. And your art gallery is eco-friendly. Go to yourartgallery.com slash info slash grown and use the promo code grown at checkout to get 25% off your order. That's yourartgallery.com slash info slash grown. She's actually saying words right there. I don't know if you're <laughs> not clear. Me too. What you no, about? you didn't yes. say any words. I did. Yes, I there did. were no words that you said. No. Definitely did. No. Yeah. She said through the fire, fire. to the through limit. Through the limit. Yeah, that's what I just said. Through saying. the fire. fire. Through, through the what? Limit. No, through whatever. Through whatever. Okay. All right. And then in the back, <laughs> in the background, she's like. <laughs> Dear Lord Jesus. Oh my gosh. What does it all mean? I feel like we just literally sang the same thing. Did we? I did I definitely feel this in my shunder. Okay. Well, praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back, everybody, to uh I don't know what episode this is. Uh 65? 65, I think. Episode 65, getting grown with Jenny Kia. Where we discuss all things adulting, the good, the bad, the ugly, the tests, the trials, the twists, the turns, the taxes, the temptations of being an adult in the year of our Lord, uh, 2018. What's crack is this? Oh, my wrist. Yes. <laughs> Joints on the pop, pop. Yo, this. So I've, I had tendinitis. Small backstory. I had tendinitis. Hello, people. And, Great. um, after my daughter was born and then I, you know, I went to the doctor and, and they put me on all this ibuprofen and physical therapy and I have arthritis in one of my wrists. Um, and I've had it since I was 16, but anyway, so they put me on all, you know, on this ibuprofen and I said, well, you know, this is just terrible for my liver and it wasn't getting better. And then they wanted to do cortisone shots. And I was like, absolutely not. I am not, blue from the temptations. I won't be getting any cortisone shots. We're not doing that. So um, I did. I started looking up some holistic treatments and I did bromelain and turmeric from the health food store. And it actually cured my tendonitis in like a couple of days. And I think it's back, but in the opposite wrist, which it's never been in this one. And it's killing me. And that doesn't help when you're cooking and lifting things day in and day out. How are you? You know, um, I'm I'm doing all right. Just working really hard, um, mm-hmm. as you know, per use. Um, but other than that, I don't have any. I mean, no complaints. I guess just broad across the across the board. 
No complaints. Just Ain't kinda... no complaints. Rex in the bank. Oh, Fuck what you think. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we out here, you know, just getting through these to-do lists one thing at a time. <laughs> Listen. Oh, I did. I did. I know somebody. Uh, we've been getting hit up randomly. Like, what happened to the black woman self-care? I'm like, y'all must have just started listening. <laughs> but the black woman self-care is next. But this week, <laughs> like, <laughs> gone. Like, deal with it. Uh, I mean, I mean we, we have to do better about prioritizing. But we're going to talk about balance today in the kitchen, yes, the kitchen table. So, uh, oh, you know what? Then I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for the kitchen table talk then. All right, let's do it. But in the meantime, in between time, we can... Uh, oh, wait, wait, yeah, you know, you told me how your week was. Okay. Yeah. We can take out some trash. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Get to the treesy. Cue the cleanup woman. A cleanup woman. Garbage time. Basura cha cha cha. Cha cha. Um, first and foremost, you already know what we're getting ready to talk about. Love over everything dropped. Mm-hmm. Sure it just snuck up on us, and um, it was accompanied by a, a visual that just just made me grin from ear to ear uh, for ape shit. <laughs> Have you listened to the album, sis? I mean, uh, not all the way through. Um, I'm sharing the title account amongst the uh, family, the family. I'm not, I'm not mad. So, uh, you know, we're all kind of taking our intermittent turns uh, you know, giving it a listen. But I did have an opportunity while I was going to the grocery store with Keisha yesterday to listen to a good chunk of it in the car. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like I'm not entirely in compliance, but I have, you know, I have enough to speak on it, I guess. So, what are your thoughts? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a piece of work from Beyonce um, mm-hmm. for that we are grateful. Um, I do know that I have to get into the work for to do a, a thorough analysis. <laughs> But I will yeah. say at first listen that I miss Beyonce the singer. I know that, you know, we are like Beyonce is doing this thing. And I get that it's the on the run album, it's not a solo album, blah blah blah, but you know, I, I look to hear Beyonce sing in ways that I know that she can. So That's real. So yeah. Um I, like I said, I still have to get into it. I don't have any harsh or, you know, significant critiques at this point. Um, but just at first listen to the, to the tracks that I've heard, I know that already that I feel like, you know, Ape Shit is, is a banger, but I, I know that I miss Beyonce the singer already. That's fair. That's very, that's a very fair I assessment. I, feel, I do feel the same way. I don't need an entire album of Jay-Z and Beyonce together. Um, but nevertheless, I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and Ape Shit is my jam. And you know, you already know I love me a good trap tune. Mm-hmm. So having Quavo and Takeoff, where was I mean, Quavo and uh, Offset? Where was Takeoff? Do look like I was left all bamboo. 
So it looked like I was left all bad and bougie. No, but nigga, you was left off of ape shit. And I'm trying to figure out why. I, I, read, I read the credits and I was like, but where was Takeoff? But I really enjoy him. I'm trying to figure out where he was. Uh, but it was Quavo and Offset and um, and uh, Pharrell on ape shit. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed the video. Um, I think that's my favorite part about it so far. I really enjoyed the video. I loved the symbolism in it. Um, if you look up some of the research behind some of the pieces that they featured in there and why they featured them, it's actually very cool. I don't want to get into all of it right now, but um, you should definitely take a look and in, in, in a breakdown as to why they featured some of those pieces and then why they got so black in front of them from do-rags to entire Dooney and Burke outfits with accompanied crowns. And it was just, yeah, I was I was very, very happy with the video. But moving forward, I will say the next piece of trash, Nas released an album. You know, I, I had heard that and I can honestly say that I've not heard one bit of that album. Well, I can honestly say that I was not super excited about it and I listened to it and I have not turned it off. Okay. Yeah, I I Nas's album is a solid piece of work and I am dumbfounded dumbfounded um that a person who can wear a MAGA hat can produce something like that. It's absolutely I don't so know. Wait, wait, very, wait, 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 wait. Who yeah, produced it? Mm-hmm. Kanye. Mhm. See, that that does not give me any I didn't know when I first listened to it and I was like this is a good ass album and then Tristan told me and I was like, "What?" And I'm, it's just, it's, 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 it's tearing up. That kind of makes me want to continue to mind my business, but. You know what? And I, and you're, and I'm, and I can't be mad at you if you do, but I have to say Nas himself, like for his piece of his, his work, it is a solid piece of work. Kanye's still dead. Um, so yes, Nas did release an album. People are trying to say that Jay-Z, <laughs> Jay-Z's being a hater by releasing an album at the same time. I think people need to grow up. Both of these men are in their 40s. And, Squarely. You know what I'm saying? They are really just trying to get their music out there. And I think we need to just stop with the stink pieces on it. Um, shout out to Dustin. Um, In, in other news, uh, rapper um, XXXTension. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I assume so. Um, he was killed in Miami. Yes, I I did see that. That is a super tragic story. I don't know anything much at all about um, this young man. Um, but well, this is really, really, really sad to hear another person um, so young to have their life cut short like this. So I don't know. I, um, like, do we have any information on the whys? house yeah i do so backtrack if you rewind a little bit he does not have the best reputation he has domestic violence he had uh, several domestic felonies pending felonies and domestic violence charges against his pregnant girlfriend um which i can't get behind so and that's all i ever really knew about him um but i will say that it's never okay so he was killed in miami he was robbed um, coming out of, he was leaving uh, his motorcycle dealer, and um, he was robbed for his Louis bag, and he was shot. Um, and they said it was two black men who got away in a black Dodge with black wheels and red masks. Um, and you know, I so 
you know, aside from his reputation and his um, behavior, which is disgusting in itself, uh, it's still never okay to take from somebody. Like, it's never okay to take from somebody. It's never okay to take somebody's things, and it's never okay to take somebody's life. Um, so I just, that it's a tragic incident. It's, it's tragic, and it's, it's not okay. In any form or fashion, no matter who it is, it's never all right. Um, <clears throat> Washington, D.C. is being sued by a civil rights attorney for gentrific- gentrification taking hmm. over building luxury buildings, studio and one-bedroom apartments, which is pushing uh, the middle and lower class Black families out of Washington, D.C. And we know that is a growing problem all over the United States. We're seeing it rapidly in New York. Um, I know we're seeing it every single day in Brooklyn. And so um, I can get behind it. I know they haven't responded yet, but they are being sued and they have a certain amount of time in which they have to respond. Um, And then lastly on the trash, which is ultimate trash. Did you happen to see Kim Kardashian and her Fulani braids? So about this, I will say one thing. So Kim Kardashian's daughter, who is actually black, (laughs) has never, like, that's my question. Why? I mean, when when is Norse going to have some some cornrows? Um, not saying that people who are not black cannot have cornrows, but you know how Kim Kardashian tends to appropriate. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Um, that was the first thing that came to my mind, um, on, yeah, on, uh, (laughs) when I saw the, the picture, like, girl, so... Who we doing your braids, but why won't nobody braid up little North hair? You know? We should right. see her in her little ponytail, her little up in one ponytail. Uh but we'll see. I mean that's pretty mm-hmm. much how I mean that's all that Kim Kardashian is like an ellipsis to me. <laughs> She's not a complete <laughs> thought. Like so I don't really give her all nah. that much uh no. I don't have that much real estate in my thoughts these days. You know, I see her picture. I'm just like, okay, you keep on scrolling. I did see her cornrows, you know, not the first time. I saw them. I rolled my eyes and I, too, kept on scrolling. Scroll on. Scroll on. on. Um, She's annoying. She continues to be annoying. And that's just really it. And that's going to round out our trash this week. (laughs) Kim Kardashian rounds out trash like no other Perfectly. Like a a shit stain on top (laughs) Of a old pair what? of drawers. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. My wrist is throbbing. Um, let's move on to our very brief graduation announcements this week. Oh, lady, wait! My sister's popping right now, like. Hi, girls and boys, cats and dogs, hamburgers and hot dogs, ketchup and mustard. Uh, we are back again to do our graduation announcements. We only have a few because we are rounding out the season. We have had a full, full season where we've celebrated many, 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 many graduates. Uh, and we've got a few to do today and we're going to jump right in. Um, yes. This graduation announcement comes from 
Uh, well, I'll just read it. It says, hey, guys, my name is Indigo. And I want to announce to you that after many long nights and early mornings in May of 2018, I graduated from the University of Nebraska at Omaha. Go Mavs with a Bachelor of Arts degree in biology. Thank you so much for producing such an insightful and hilarious show to fill my morning with much needed laughs and bliss. Much love, Indigo. Indigo, girl, we are so very proud of you. Congrats. That, uh, BA in biology is no BS. You get that. Um, right. We're really excited about what you've been able to accomplish and what is in store for you in the future. So keep us posted. Let us know what your next steps are. Shout out to you and all the graduates of the University of Nebraska at Omaha. Go mad. Reggie Biv next <laughs> oh says, Hey, my beautiful Queens, Jade and Kia. I am shouting out congrats to my friend Donna Harvin, who received her MBA from the College of William and Mary on May 12th with nice. a near perfect 4.0 GPA. Come through, Donna. Okay. I met Donna when I first started my MBA and quit after being overwhelmed. She encouraged me to come back when I moved to the DC area and has helped me tremendously along the way. Thanks to her, I've been typing fast since January. She's like a sister to me and I'm blessed to have her in my life. Uh, footnote, I was at the anniversary show close up. See pick attached. Nice. I'm proud of y'all. Thank you both for all you do and keeping us laughing and motivated. Much love, Kanitez. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. And thanks for including the picture. Yeah, so precious. And shout out to you, Donna. Getting that yes. MBA. That MBA. That's, my, that's my mother's name. Come on, Donna. <laughs> um, the next one reads, praise the Lord, niggas. Hey, Jaden, Kia, I could go on for days about how much I love you guys and this podcast. I have been with y'all since day one. But mm. in the interest of brevity, I'll stop there and get into my graduation announcement. God bless you, sis. Gracias. Mm -hmm. Please shout out my dearest friend, oh, my dearest niece, Tyler, for graduating with her bachelor's degree in communication disorders with a focus in speech pathology. I have watched her grow into a beautiful young woman, and I want her to know that I am super proud and excited to see her continue this path. I legit had to iron her robe because team no wrinkle regalia. That's it. That's right. Uh, number two. My dear friend Janelle, for getting her bachelor's degree in nursing, Janelle made the decision to go back to school while being a single mom. It's been a crazy balancing act, but she has done it with style and grace. I know that she will be a great nurse and patients will be lucky to have her. Uh, and she included a pic of both Janelle and her cutest pie son. Um, and then uh, number three is uh, my dear friend Courtney, who is graduating from Chaminade University with her master's of science degree in counseling psychology. Uh, she has jumped through several hoops to get this degree and won't have the opportunity to walk. Even more of a reason why I had to shout her out. She is preparing for her licensing exams and will keep typing fast all the way to a PhD. I'm so proud of you, Courtney, and we'll continue to cheer you on each step of the way. So shout out to you, Courtney. Um, we are, we are totally celebrating your accomplishments. Excited about all that's coming in store for you with the PhD. Shout out to Janelle. Shout out to Tyler. Everyone out here doing big things. Do you see Tyler's uh, hat? I, I do. Cap. I it do. is too cute. <laughs> it is amazing. Yes, indeed. Yes, it is indeed. very esque. It is. It is my kind of carrying on. And uh, fun news: our graduation announcements are super brief this week with the season wrapping up. So we are on to our very last one. That's it. Um, it says, greetings, Jade and Kia, and praise the Lord, Negresses. <laughs> I want to announce that I am the very proud black-ass mama of an eighth-grade graduate. My son, K, 
Kieran, Michael Green, graduated on June 13th and will be headed to high school in the fall. He was an honor roll student all three years of middle school and enrolled in honors classes in Spanish, geography, and English for his first year of high school. My son was born at 29 weeks, weighing a mere one pound, 12 ounces. Oh, my goodness. He was not expected to make it through the evening of his date of birth. After six months in, three NICUs, three months in the NICU, various surgeries and therapies. Here we are. He is Spanish, practices Kung Fu, loves to read and travel and has already been to three countries on three different continents. He is a testament Mm -hmm. that prayer works. I have no doubt he is destined for greatness in high school and beyond. And I love him so very much and honored to be his mama. Thank you for providing this platform to celebrate us. Peace and coconut oil, Brianna Green. And she included some pictures. And we are so proud, 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 proud of Karen. You persevere through. Prayer really does work. And now you're going to out here prosper educationally. (laughs) And we're (laughs) we're super proud of you. We're super proud of you, Karen. Absolutely. Tear things up in high school, not literally. And thank you for <laughs> don't tear it you up. Know, be, be about your be about your scholastic business. That's right. In the classroom, young Kieran. And thank you, Mom Brianna, for writing in. Absolutely, we appreciate it. Get your last graduation announcements in um, before yeah, June man. is over. Uh, once graduating graduation announcements are wrapped up, then we will continue back into the book club. Um, and yeah, make sure you're sending them to getting grown podcast at gmail.com. Do that, do that, do that, do that, do that. I think it's time to, uh, move forward into the kitchen table talk. Oh, let's sit around the table. Cheerio. Pit, pit. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's time to, uh, gather around the kitchen table. Um, we're going to have a juicy conversation today, kind of off the cuff. We don't really have uh, a plan, but it was just a question that was posed to me this week that I kind of been mulling over and thinking through. I get this question a lot in different events and panels and workshops and presentations that I've been privileged to be a part of, and it just keeps coming up. So I wanted to talk about it with our getting grown family. So I want to introduce that to Kitchen Table Talk, and I think it will um, make for good chit chat. You ready, sis? I sure am. All right, so we're going to talk about work-life balance. Mm. I think this is one of those kind of trendy words, topics, concepts that comes up often, right? We talk about adulting and how it's really a game, you know, where we have all these competing responsibilities and obligations. We have to go to work. We have to open our mail. We have to clean our houses. We have to answer the text messages and be you know, engage in the group chat. We have to pay our bills. We have to uh, swipe right on Tinder and look like a right (laughs) swipe on Tinder. We have to go to the gym. We have to, um, you know, check in with our parents and serve in the community and go to church, go to worship. However, you know, there there are all of these competing priorities that we have in our lives. Um, And a big, big part of adulting is figuring out how to do it all. Uh, so the concept of work-life balance is often used or discussed or presented um, as something that we should be working toward. I wanted to talk about whether or not, you know, we believe that it exists or it exists in one form. So I'm going to just pose the question to you, sis, and we can start the conversation there. Like, do you believe that work-life balance 
is a thing? Like, is it an actual attainable goal? <laughs> it's a <laughs> think goal. Think about your life. Yeah. Think about your life right now. And is it something that is feasible for you to manage given the multiple responsibilities that you have? Uh, no, not always. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's fun. So ironically enough, so this question was posed to you and then we also got a email, mm-hmm. um, where I'm going to read the email quickly because I right. think it I think it'll be a nice intro also to the to the conversation. Praise God and Jesus sister Kia and sister Jade. <laughs> Just call me Missy. Pleasantries first. I too love your show. It is moisture in the ashy desert that is life. Come on. The petty peeves are pure joy and let me know that I am not alone in my pettiness and irritation. The book club is exceptional. Thank you, ladies, for all the work and labor that you do. I really enjoy hearing your chemistry every Tuesday. If you two come anywhere within a six-hour drive from Kansas City, Missouri, I will be there. Please bring me some barbecue sauce. Come on, Missouri. They got good barbecue sauce? I didn't know that. I don't know. I just, I think so, but I'm not sure. I just imagine it. Kansas City. Kansas City. City. I'm going to Kansas City. Kansas City, here I come. They are so pretty. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to be sending another One of my favorite parts of <laughs> yes. Jackson 5 American Dream when Jermaine hit Michael in the back of the neck like that. Yes. <laughs> he was like, Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> 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 He was so Shut up and stand in on the corner. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that is so good. It's so good. Yeah, so, I'm sorry. Stupid. I'm sorry. That was quite the tangent. My apologies. Sorry, Missy. <laughs> okay. Kitchen table talk suggestion. As a woman of many hats, full-time job holder, partner, friend, entrepreneur, entrepreneur, family, emergency planner, gatherer, social life, haver, etc. Oh, yes. I am finding it harder and more difficult to keep up with it all. As you ladies have explained the booked and busy lives you all live, what are some ways you have kept it all straight or is it even possible? Mm-mm. More specifically, <laughs> do you have a physical planner or app? What things do you write down? Do you use a spreadsheet to do oh, your monthly budgets? Jesus. Do you plan on Sundays or every uh, night? What ways have you found <laughs> so to keep your events, activism, due dates, soirees, shindigs, and nah. obligations straight? Because my God, I do not know. Missy. As a longtime procrastinator in my early 30s, I have fallen short more times than I'd like to admit, but I would really be interested to know what methods you two black women choose or have found over the years to help you stay in and maximize your lane. Dear I Lord. don't recall hearing the kitchen table about scheduling life a.k.a. work-life balance, and how you two navigate it. I do apologize if this was already discussed. Peace, Missy. It wasn't, and so here we are. All right, Missy. We are ready for you, sis. I'm ready to tell you all the many ways that I'm raggedy. <laughs> so, yes, With- to, to Missy's point, as you can hear the exasperation as Jay read the email, <laughs> so for me, right, the act of effectively managing all of these things, uh, you know, it's like, it's almost counterproductive, right? Counterintuitive for me, because when I sit down and write down all the things that I have to do, sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I don't have the capacity to do any of this and I just want to go lay down. Um, 
So mm. I have had to come up with different ways of compartmentalizing um, and prioritizing um, all of the multiple responsibilities that I am juggling. I don't even want to say that I'm managing right now because I feel like managing would be a stretch. There are some days where I mm. feel like I'm a mm. really a good manager. There are mm. other days when I don't feel like I'm so good at managing all the different moving pieces of my life. And that's just the real of the real. And if anybody knows me personally, Jade included, like y'all know all the time, one of my favorite things to say is that I'm a raggedy adult. Like I just feel like I am, I'm learning, right? So the process mm -hmm. of navigating all of this has, this learning curve has been super steep for your girl and just trying to figure out the hows of doing this has not been, you know, all that easy for me because, you know, you read the blogs, you read the, uh, the articles online, the think pieces, everyone's got six tips on how to manage your life. And, and I mean, all of these things work well in theory, but in practice, Ooh. uh, mm. you know, when I sit down and think about writing lists and keeping up with all of that, it's just another thing to do. And sometimes it's hard for me to get out of the mental space of like having 77, eight, 77,000 things to do in one day, um, to actually go about the business of doing those things. Right. And, so yeah, it's, it's not something that I even feel confident enough to have a show about like, okay, this is how you do it because I'm still figuring it out myself. Listen, I, <laughs> first of all, I, I, you spoke to my soul when you said you are a procrastinator. I am a chronic, <coughs> excuse me, not that I am a mm -hmm. chronic yeah. procrastinator, chronic procrastinator. And it's not because I'm I'm sitting down chilling and watching TV. It's because I have so many other things to do that I have to put off other things because I'm trying to figure out how to balance. And it's still, I'm still very, very, very much a work in progress. I had to figure out Father's Day this weekend. You know what I'm saying? In addition to that, our anniversary was three days before Father's Day. So we didn't get to celebrate on it because it was a Thursday. You're getting, you know, you're getting the kid ready for school the next day. You got to give baths. You got to do all of that. So. We're like, all right, we're going to hold it off to the weekend. Merged Father's Day and anniversary together. You know, had a nice day on Sunday. Went to the spa. You know, did, did the whole to-do. And then, you know, picked Noah up. Went out to dinner in Little Italy. And then you know what I did when I came back home? After she went to bed, I sat down until 2.30 in the morning. I have a rehearsal dinner that I have to cater this week. And I sat down until 2.30 in the morning ordering groceries, making lists about where I need to go f to get the remaining items that I wasn't able to order. Like, you know, trying to put together an execution list on how I want to prep so that it's easier for me. And I'm up until, you know, 3, 3.30, finishing things up and before, you know, I get to bed. That's not balance. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's, it's an unfortunate, unfortunately, it's necessary sometimes. Right. Because... Right. Our lives are so, they're so jam packed. So to that point, I feel like for me, I think about the seasons of life, right? So the conversation about work-life balance for me, it seems like I feel as though I'm in a season where balance looks different than mm -hmm. what people feel like balance should look like, right? So yeah. I'm in a grind season. I'm in a grind space. Because I'm in a building stage in my life, right? Speak my life. So it's not, 
So, um, so, and this is not, and I mean, I'm, 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 I think I can speak for Jay, even though I'm sure that you'll jump in if I'm overstepping any boundaries, but I feel like we're not sharing all the things that we do and all the things that we're managing or working towards or trying to do in, in a way to kind of brag or to set us up like, Oh, check us out. And these are all of the fancy fun things that we're doing. But just to kind of give some real insight into our day-to-day lives um, and the, you know, give you some context around the things that we're going to, that we're talking about in this conversation. So Amen. no lie. I worked until 8 PM. I got home by the time I like, you know, I probably left my, I packed up. I was walking out of work, like, you know, probably around eight, eight oh five, eight, ten, ten 10 minutes after eight. Once I got in the car and got going, it was about eight thirty seven when I was coming home. Um, I came upstairs. I literally took some salmon out the freezer and thawed it out and kind of whipped that up in like 10 minutes with some spinach. And I ate that mm-hmm. and I'm sitting down in the dress that I wore at work all day. And just recording the show, like the spit, the bowl, the bowl of food is sitting right here and sat down, you know, to record the show like straight from work. And we're going to probably do this for the next hour or so. And then I'm going to go to bed, Um, you know, and I'm multitasking. I'm trying to pay some bills, you know, all in the midst of that. And I got a big pile of mail over here and, you know. I got laundry that I hadn't folded up, you know, laundry that I'd done over the weekend. I hadn't folded up and sitting here in bags. I have to tackle my to-do list for tomorrow. There are things that are already, um, that I know that I need to have done by like 12 noon, one o'clock tomorrow. Cause I have a one thirty meeting. So like, I'm, you know, I'm saying all of this to say many people, like I was talking to Texan friends just a few minutes ago and I told her that I just got off of work and she was like, sis, you know what time it is? I was like, yeah, girl, I know what time it is. Um, she's like, that's crazy. But I'm like, that's just my life right now. I'm just mm-hmm. in a place where it has to be done. It's nobody's fault. Nobody's requiring me to stay that late. It's just like the work has to be done. It has to be done. It has to be done. I have to take the time. You know, I have to figure out what I'm going to say at these conferences. I have to figure out how to get these t-shirts rolled out. I got to figure out, you know, what to talk about on the show. The work has to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that means that I don't make up my bed every morning, or if that means that, you know, I have to, you know, even if I set out and then things come up, right? Mm-hmm. So like I went to work today with all good intentions of having, like, I was going to have this, this done before my 1130 meeting. And then I was going to have this done before I had to go to my 130 meeting, all that stuff. But one person came in the office to ask me to do one thing and that threw all of that off. Right. So, mm-hmm. so just set everything behind. So I'm saying all of that to say, I think work-life balance is something that we should take out of the box of it looking like, you know, these are the things that you do to achieve it. I think sometimes work-life mm-hmm. balance is figuring out what you need to do to keep your head above water. Cause there will be some seasons where you have to grind to the extent to where keeping your head above water is the best that you can do. And make it aware <laughs> where you can. Like, I mean, Jade is working her butt off right now and, and grinding not only in her professional job, but 
you know, in terms of her catering so that she can build her catering business as a brand. So hopefully three, four years down the line, she won't have to go as hard as she's going right now. And the same That's thing good. for me, like I'm trying to build, we trying to build getting grown. We trying mm-hmm. to build it. We trying to build team typing fast. We trying to build these things up and we have to set a foundation and that can be said for all things. So like your first year of college is going to look different than your senior year of college and your, mm-hmm. and your first year of graduate school is going to look different than your, your final year of graduate school. Um, cause I think, and work-life balance is going to have to adapt. Like work-life balance is going to mean different for someone who has a newborn than someone who has a five-year-old than Ooh. someone who has a 14-year-old. So like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm arguing that we kind of take work-life balance out of this kind of concrete kind of like outcome kind of space and put it into like this posture or like mindset or ideology. Like how, how can I look for ways to balance the crazy in my, in my life? You know, Absolutely. as I negotiate the different seasons. Because things don't, things don't go, like you said, they don't go boom, boom, boom. You had your day planned. Yeah. You had things yeah. that you wanted to get done. And then something came in and threw that all the way off. I, too, I planned my whole day. You know what I'm saying? I I don't want to work a corporate job while I build a business and build a brand and build several brands. I don't want to do that. But unfortunately, that's what I have to do right now. Today, I set a whole plan for myself. You know, Noah ended up staying home. So that that throws the monkey wrench into things. But it's fine. She'll run my errands with me. I get to Costco and realize that I have left my entire wallet at home. Right. My whole thing. So here I am. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be back by this time. I'll be able to do this for the show. I have this writing that I need to do. I have this, these, you know, these things that I need to schedule, these emails I need to respond to. I'll be able to start getting this prep done. No, none of that happened. You know why? Because my dumb ass had to drive back to my house and get my wallet, <laughs> which threw a whole monkey rich into my afternoon. And so, you know, like Kia said, Work-life balance is going to look different for everybody. You know, there are people who are doing this with kids, like she said. You have a 14-year-old. A 14-year-old can keep themselves occupied. You got a 3-year-old. They're going to go color up, you know, your entire wallet (laughs) and potentially, you know, light the kitchen on fire. And so, you, you know, everybody has to maneuver with the circumstances that they were given in their lives. You know what I'm saying? In 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 the hand that they were dealt. Um... And I think we wanted to have a very honest discussion about how we're still trying to figure out how that looks because right now I don't see work-life balance because I am in my complete hustle mode. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I say that all the time. Like this is, this is my time to work really hard. So I don't have to do it in the future. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Like this is my time to work super hard. So I don't have to do it in the future. My plan is not always to work this hard. Right. Um, and so that I try to balance the best that I can, you know, given the circumstances that I have right now. Yeah, I think it's a it's a matter of being clear about what your goals are, what your priorities are, and having realistic expectations about what it's going to take to get you there. You know, Jade and I are super blessed and, and honored and humbled to be invited to come and speak at places. But, you know... As awesome as that sounds, and as many times people say congratulations, that's awesome. And as much as we appreciate it, it requires a, a, another level of work, right? So we have to sit down and prepare Absolutely. and think about, you know, how to be 
thoughtful and useful and intentional and operate in these spaces in ways that make sense. Mm-hmm. And all the while managing the other aspects of the brand, the other aspects of our lives, other aspects of, you know, what our goals are. So I think for me, it is been really clear that work-life balance in this season takes the shape of me making space in my life for flexibility, for when the plan that I have, you know, doesn't go just as I thought it would. And, you know, having my emotions and reacting to that, but not getting stuck in that and giving up when things don't go my way, but finding a way to get out of it and being patient with myself mm-hmm. and making time, figuring out what are the best conditions under which I work. So sometimes I have to clear my head when I get to work. Before I can do anything, before I can tackle my to-do list, I have to kind of sit down and dump out all the stuff that's in my head. So either I'll write in my journal, I'll pray, I'll read my Bible. That's just a way to just kind of get myself kind of grounded and centered. And sometimes I admit that I put that off. Like, girl, I don't have time for that. Let me get into this inbox. But when I realize mm-hmm. that when I don't take the time to do that, is that's when I'm, I, you know, I, I, I'm not in the place where I need to be in order to handle and manage all the things that will come and I'll face that day. So I need to be, no. So balance for me is making the intentional steps to kind of set myself up, learning the conditions that are most conducive for me to be productive and figuring out how to make that, make that work, prioritizing Mm. those things. So whether it be journaling, I need to do better about making space for like exercise. I need to do better about making space for sleep. (laughs) So these are all things that I'm actively learning. Um, to do. And there are days where I get it right and days when I don't. And, you know, me and Jay kind of vent to each other about this all the time. So another piece of that is having someone who you can talk to about it. Mm-hmm. And it's not a space where it's like, you know, someone's going to try to fix your life all the time. But sometimes for me, it's helpful when Jay says, yes, it's me too. <laughs> right. Just because because you have somebody there who completely understands. So it's like there will be times where, you know, Key and I set a time for when we're going to record, but things, you know, niggas got to yeah. eat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like go to the bathroom, <laughs> like get themselves some water, you know what I'm saying? Like take off their shoes. There there are things that have to be done and there has to be room for understanding in there and it really really helps when you're when you're doing this with with people in your lives who are grinding just as hard as you are in their um, respective fields. So, you know, I I appreciate the fact that Kia works, you know, works her tits off too, you know, in what she does because she understands, like, I'm right here with her in the trenches, busting us. And that's why, you know, these spaces are important. So that's why we want wanted to have this kind of open conversation so that y'all will feel safe, you know, um, yeah. like don't, you know, all the pressure, sometimes reading all the stuff that I should be doing online is overwhelming because it's like, I'm not doing none of that. Like all these right. 37 ways, these six ways that Forbes just talked about how I should be, you know, the things that I could do to achieve work-life balance. Like if I do them, I might do them for a week, but then the next week I'm not going to do them or I'm going to do three of them. Right. I'm not going to do six of them. I think that, you know, just making space for for that in your life is real. Um, knowing that, you know, you'll have to, like there are times when you get it right and times when you, when you won't, but learning and figuring out, you know, trial and error, like what works, like 
I've learned that my our calendar, you know, being able to have a calendar that I can manage on multiple devices has really been a lifesaver for me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of keep track of my dates in there and setting reminders is super helpful. So I'm the girl that's going to set like five rem- reminders for one thing so that I won't forget. I try to look at my calendar every day to have a sense of what I have to do today and what I have to do for the coming days. And then I can try to prioritize from that point. So I'm, and, and then I, I try, I think that making, making big lists and then trying to make condensed lists, uh, works good mm-hmm. for me. So if I know these are the things I have to do for this week and then saying, you know, if I get these two things done, then Monday is going to be a win and I can go home and I can watch love and hip hop with a clear conscience. And I can know <laughs> that I have achieved all that I needed to achieve for today. So it's a matter of finding those things, learning, learning what, it, what you need in order to celebrate those wins. Cause I mean, that's what, that's what balance is for me. Absolutely. Um, balance is me. Yeah. Me, me being able to cross things off my to-do list. I'm a very analog girl. Shout out to Toya. And, um, shout out to Toya. Toya. Shout out to Toya. And I write, have to write things down. I use my planner. Um, and I use it fervently right now. And I also do use reminders now because I forget things very easily. Um, so, you know, we did, we, we just wanted to talk about, we really just wanted to just wanted to have a very candid, um, conversation with you all, let you know what it is right now and know that you're not alone when you're trying to balance all of these things in your lives, because all of us right now are trying to balance all of these things in our lives. And it's not always like a beautiful picture of what you see. I also sent a tweet out. I sent a tweet a little while, like, I don't know, maybe a week ago or so. And I was like, um, I get real guilty when I had when I buy something for myself, mm-hmm. especially if it's a little expensive. And I got a ton of a ton of reassuring <laughs> responses from people who are like, you know, you have to have a, a, a you have to have a balance. You have to be able to work really hard, and you work really hard and buy something for yourself every now and again. And I have to remember that because I saw a bad pair <laughs> of shoes. It was a bad pair of shoes. I was like, I was online. I was on Neiman's website and I was like, that's a bad pair of shoes, man. I haven't felt this for a shoe since I saw them weather spoons and I couldn't get them, but I can get (laughs) this. I'm about to buy these shoes. And I just bought them. Like I literally just bought them. And I was, I felt so guilty after I was like, oh, but I could have bought this. I'm writing your shoe chat. And I was like, girl, girl, I mean, treat yourself. (laughs) Treat I mean, this is not something that you do once a week. Like, this is not like, so this is, this is, you deserve, you deserve. You want to see the shoe? It came today. You want to sure. see it? You got to like get up and get it. <laughs> it's oh, right here. Because, I mean, we don't want the people to be pausing while we doing these things. But, um, yeah, so that's the thing. We just wanted to have a conversation like Six said about, you know, work-life balance. I want y'all to chime in. Let us know. Tweet us. Oh, those is the shenanigans. That's a very jade uh, shoe. That, the gold. Look at that right. heel. You see this heel? That is fancy. It's a copper mule. It's a classy mule. A very classy mule. You know how you feel about mules. <laughs> you know how I feel about mules. But I'm, I'm going to let you have that. But that's, that's, you know, this is the way, this is how you treat yourself. This is not my place. It's not my place to judge uh, in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Um, so, yes. So, chime in. Let us know your thoughts on the conversation. Do you have any input i hope that we adequately address uh missy's question um 
or, you know, just, you know, if the conversation was helpful at all, uh, what do you guys do? Are there things that you're struggling with, things that you have found to be helpful, things that you want to share with other women at the kitchen table, other men and women at the kitchen table who are all, all of us are out here just trying to figure out how to adult for real and managing our responsibilities and priorities is a huge, 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 huge part of that. So let's just keep the conversation going. This is not a start and finish kind of conversation. We don't claim to have all the answers or, or know, you know, have foolproof ways of doing anything. We're just out here figuring it out like grown folks. So yeah, chime in. Y'all know how to reach us on the Twitters and on the G chat. I mean the G chat, the G, the Gmail. And, um, we haven't posted a picture on Instagram in a long time, but we should yeah, do, we that. do anyway. Do that. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, that's it for kitchen table. Uh, let us move forward into the box of honesty. The box of honesty. Did you know that your gut can hold buildup from bad eating habits for years? All of that Taco Bell and McDonald's you ate all through your college years. Everyone holds about 10 to 15 pounds of toxins in their colon, which causes you to bloat, have low energy, low metabolism, and issues losing weight. Teamy is an easy two-step detox plan designed to get rid of toxins and boost your health. Their 30-day program is easy for everyone, no matter your fitness level. All you do is drink your Teamy Skinny in the morning and then drink the colon cleanse every other night. By adding Teamy to your routine, you'll start getting rid of the toxins that are holding your body back from naturally digesting and metabolizing. You'll feel so much better by just adding this two-step program into your life. This is not just for weight loss. This is for your health. So I started my Teamy cleanse. I told you all last mm-hmm. week, things are running quite smoothly. Mm-hmm. And in a true married fashion, my husband got into my stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I noticed that a bag was missing mm. and I asked him, I was like, did you drink some of my tea me tea and he's like i sure did he was like and i, I took a nice one this so i'm here to tell you all that tb really works Ew. order your 30-day detox by going to tmeblends.com and use the code grown for 25 off any order over 49.99 that's tmeblends.com and enter code g-r-o-w-n grown Cause we're all grown here and we all gotta go. TV. Honestly. Truly. Honesty box time. <laughs> Hola, Jade Ikea. That's for Jade. <laughs> oh, Jesus I love how you all appease. Oh, Please God. call me Janny. I'm a 27-year-old virgin. I often wonder all how right. I made it this far because. TBH, curiosity can kill the cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's getting to that point. I've always wanted Mama. to save myself from marriage, but now I don't see the point. Life is short. Oh. The guy I'm kind of seeing, see below. Please do not read the story on the air. <laughs> oh, we God. Said, give me your body and I will give you my soul and everything else. Ah, about marriage. Wait. <laughs> wait. What? <laughs> wait. I'm sorry. I'm not mature enough. Let me. I'm going to be quiet. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Wait a second. Okay. The guy I'm kind of seeing said, give me your body and I will give you my soul and everything else when we talked about marriage. I told him we should go to counseling first. He said he wouldn't need counseling after I give myself to him. A part of me believes him, but a part of me believes he's going. This is a trap! I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I just, girl, I am. I don't feel comfortable with this language she's using. But I'm sorry. I need to let you finish. What is this? I'm seeing so many problems while I'm reading it. Okay. I told him we should go to counseling first. He said he wouldn't need counseling after I give myself to him. <laughs> a part of me believes it, but a part of me, no, don't. But a part of me believes he's going to up and leave. So here's the thing. I want to move in with him because I can live in a one bedroom, making the rent cheaper <sighs> than finding another roommate. And I can still have my freedom. All of this isn't for freedom, but I'm also taking prereqs to get into med school. So I need to save money. Shout out to the two debt free degrees. I have an education that I don't want to use. I quit hmm. my teaching job to protect my mental health and found a job as a medical scribe so that I can get the required medical service hours needed to be a competitive candidate for med school. Of course, my mom wants me to move home, but I feel like I would be stopping my life doing things for all of my family and not have time to do things for me. I'm extremely confident. I'm able to abstain while sharing living quarters. But what would you do? Ah! Uh, gracias para tu tiempo, Jenny. My, my, my. Shay just loves to speak in Spanish. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jenny, girl, first of all, why are you dating Count Dracula? Okay, because why does he talk <laughs> like that? That nigga is like, one, keep counting. Ah, ah, Two, ah, give ah, yourself ah. to me. Give me your body <laughs> and I will give you my soul. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I am wholly uncomfortable with this, with this line. I don't feel comfortable with this at all because why is he talking to you? Like this I'm is some crazy bit. I will be right here after you give yourself to me. No, that's not how this works. I don't know. Maybe I'm just creeped no, out, but I'm just it. like, I don't feel comfortable with this, Jenny. First of all, let me tell you. Let me tell you seventy-two things. Number one, if you decide to give yourself to the count, <laughs> and y'all do decide to move in together. I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to be doing anything other than having copious amounts of relations with the Count Dracula <laughs> for months. Like, so, I mean, I just feel like you just need to be conscious of, you know, just, just, just think, you know, comprehensively about all the, like, just consider all, wake up all the dimensions. This nigga is going to be standing over you at some point. This is what I'm saying. So I just feel like, <laughs> I think that is, it is laudable for you to think that you moving in with him makes so much sense for your life. And I think it's easy to think about these things, but just uh, in these ways, right? We can kind of like hope and, you know, it just makes sense in our mind. But I feel like what you, how you think this might go may look very different than how it actually might go. And then you talk about um, how if you want, you might not have time when you, for yourself, when, if you move back home because your family is going to occupy your time, who's to say this nigga's not going to occupy your time? What if he's filthy right. and you don't wash dishes and you got to spend time Or like, yeah, like relationships are, relationships occupy your Wait. time and they occupy your time all the more when you guys are in a cohabitative situation. Um, it's not going to be a situation where, you know, I, I mean, I just, just, there's just a lot of things to consider in terms of how things will change for you um given all the like it's just a lot of stuff that's up in the air right now right you don't know how things are going to change if you decide to have sex if you don't like any decision that you make could potentially change the nature of your relationships right. and the way that you engage with him um 
And that will have implications for whether or not you decide to live together, which will have implications for your plans for medical school, all these other things. So I'm not here to tell you um, what you should or should not do, but you asked my opinion. Mm -hmm. And um, there's just not enough information here that I feel comfortable enough saying, you know, that you should or should not do these things. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm, I'm just hopefully giving you things to consider mm -hmm. that will be help that will help you in making your decisions. Uh, and in those things to consider, I'm telling you the things that make me uncomfortable. It's most specifically the, the, the ways <laughs> that he talks about y'all having sex. Give like that whole give me, give me. Did you hear how, give. did you hear how instantly triggered? I was instantly I triggered it. by that. I, hate I was it so like, much. Oh, oh no. Uh-uh. That sounds so uh-uh. I don't like that at all. No That's way. Like when I was dating this like the first time I dated a Caribbean man, Lord Jesus, I should have learned my lesson. Um <laughs> let me stop. Uh this dude bought me some dog tags. Like like Oh god, you told me this. And it was like property of Chris. Huh? And I was like, Well, what? And my mother saw right, it. And my mother was like, uh-uh, you are property of nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I want Ooh, you to, Jenny, I want you to, th also one thing I want you to think about in, a, in addition, because I 1000% agree with everything Kia said. I had the privilege of reading this email beforehand. So I got all <laughs> of my reactions to your, to, to you, to your partner. Yeah, that was, that was his, his first run. His ridiculous language usage. Um, but, I want you to think about this. You are a virgin and you have saved yourself. And that is something that's very special. A person who truly cares about you and loves you um, and will really be there for you after you, quote unquote, give yourself. To <laughs> I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable. I am um, so uncomfortable. Because in a, I mean, in all reality, in all seriousness, you are giving a gift. That is your gift. You know what I'm saying? That's something that you're never going to be able to give again. It's something you're never going to be able to take back. Somebody who truly loves you is going to respect um, your needs surrounding such a heavy decision. And if you came to this young man and said, listen, like, you know, I, I hope that you and I'm, I'm I'm assuming that you have expressed yourself to him and how you feel about sex. Obviously, um, he knows where you stand if you guys have not had sex. So we're going to assume all of that. But if you go to him and let him know, I think we should go to counseling. Like, it will make me feel better if we do that. That's not something you're not saying that you all need to go rob a bank together. Like you're saying something positive. And if he yeah, can't. And I mean, she's saying she wants to go like because. I'm guessing that it's premarital counseling. Did you get that? I'm thinking because she was saying this relationship counseling. I don't couples therapy. I'm not sure. I just in that realm. But okay, if that's what you ask for, and that's not something very big to ask for, and that's something that's going to make you feel better, and he can't respect that one thing, that's something to really think about. That's all I'm saying. You asked our opinion. My opinion is I wouldn't do it. And those are the reasons why <laughs> everything Kia said in that, because there's a level of respect um, that somebody's going to have for you who loves you and they're going to respect your needs. And if that's something that you need, because this is such a weighted thing and he can't do that, you really should really, 
you know, really just take that into consideration. I mean, she sent she sent an email that she's confident that she can abstain while sharing living quarters. And I mean, I'm not I'm not as too much worried about you, but I'm I left, I'm I'm not confident that he can abstain right. <laughs> uh, while sharing living quarters, especially if you know you propose counseling. Um, I mean. It would be, it would have been nice to know exactly what would be the purpose behind the counseling, whether that be if you guys want to work toward, you know, see if marriage was in the cards or you just wanted to speak to a counselor around your abstinence or, you know, just kind of laying out what that was. Uh, but either way, his response is, you know, he, him saying y'all wouldn't need count, like sex is not going to be the great panacea. It's not. Like if y'all are having relationship answer. issues, yeah, sex is not going to alleviate or, you know, you know, there, there's not going to be quite any the opposite. It is Pandora's actually, box. Actually, I to say, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It, it will absolutely make matters worse. Absolutely. It will. Um, absolutely and, I, and I'm speaking from a place of experience. experience so, honey. so, um, <laughs> yeah, if, if that's what you're thinking, um, I, I would just, I would offer you that. <laughs> and we're not laughing right. at you through this. So we don't want yeah. you to think that we are laughing at your nigga though, because <laughs> <laughs> the count. Keep counting. Ah, 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 ah. Um, but we do we do sincerely every all of our listeners, we sincerely care about all of you. And we take your honesty box questions very serious and um we offer, you know, truly what we feel. And we just, you know, beloved, it just don't sound like a good idea. And it sounds like <laughs> yeah, I'm uncomfortable. a whole lot that you need to be thinking about. It just doesn't sound like the move. And another thing, too, is you're getting ready to move into a space, a one-bedroom apartment where you're sharing a bed, an intimate space with this person Ooh. day in and day out. Like, what makes you think that you're getting ready to have your you time like that? Not saying that it's not possible. Not saying I don't get me time because I'm married, but I just everything around this just doesn't sound like a great idea. It just it just doesn't sound like a great idea. And that's just my opinion on it. So I hope that you think about uh, everything that Kia said. And I hope you know, some of the stuff that I said <laughs> and no, you, all the stuff that Jay said too. you take those things into consideration and it helps you to make a sound decision. And sometimes the decision is not always what you want it to look like. I know it's not ideal for you to move back in with your parents and, but you know, think about the consequences of going in the, in the other direction. That's it. I mean, just, there's got to be other alternatives, other options, other things that you, ways that you can think about this, getting a roommate, uh, going home for just a, a temporary period. Yeah. Um, there are things, I mean, and, Listen, it's not forever. It's not. And you can establish I, your boundaries at home. You can let your family know what it is and what it's not. And you know what I'm saying? Respectfully, obviously, because you're in their space. But mm-hmm. there are ways in which you can do that. But that's another conversation. Yeah. So, yeah, girl, I am I am super hopeful that what we have shared is uh, helpful to you. Um, so Keep us updated. Yeah, man. Let us know how... And we'll be praying for you mm. and the Count Dracula. <clears throat> <laughs> One. I want ah, to ah, suck ah, your ah, blood. Ah, <laughs> two. Ah, ah, 
Free, uh, give uh, yourself to me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Give yourself to me. Like, who says that? How is that nigga give yourself to the door? <laughs> oh, I am so. What was it? What was it? Give yourself to the door. <laughs> Chai, you Get away from me. You <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know you lying. <laughs> I know you lying. What was it? I love the Throw the whole nigga away. <laughs> Throw the whole boyfriend away. What was what it? What was it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let's move on to the I want to meet him. I love him. He's my favorite. I love him so much. It's Friday. <laughs> hey, 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 he was all live and he was like, if I get to 4,000 views, yes! I'm a, I'm a twerk yes, right now. Yes. And he'd be like, oh my God, 4,000. Ah! Runs out of his car and twerks. How you turn this thing around? How you turn I this thing him. around? <laughs> I love I, I love Zoe. I love Zoe. He's my favorite. What was it? What was it? And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Petty time let's put it on parade um you know i don't know uh all right so my petty peeve this week is is slightly problematic and um i'm just putting a disclaimer out there but it's honest and it is what it is and i don't feel bad about it i said what i said and i'm not taking it back Oh God! So, <clears throat> I have noticed that white men talk very, very loud. <laughs> okay. In the elevators, on their cell phones, in business meetings, when you're at restaurants, um, when they're hanging out with their bros, like they're just very loud, as if they want you to hear every bit of their business. Um. You know, they'd be in the elevator on the cell phone and it's like, yeah, Jim, because I'm going, yeah, no, just give me one second. No, yeah, if you, so if you look in the file, the fi- and I'm like, God damn, like, I don't care about what you and Jim are talking about. Uh, and then what really brought me to this petty peeve was uh, we went out to dinner the other night with our friend Paula, me and Tristan, and we were sitting in the restaurant and we had to scream at each other in order to hear one another. And the moment this pack of white men moved to a table from, from the bar area that we were sitting in, we were able to talk at normal levels and hear each other. And it was amazing the amount of noise that they brought as a pack of four human beings. Um, I'm not saying that it's not okay to get excited and, you know, amped up when you're with your friends. I know that we have loud moments where we kiki ha ha and carry on. Loud as jazz. But I don't think that we're so loud to the point where we stop all conversation around us um, and everybody hears everybody's business. And, you know, I just noticed that you guys do that all the time. You be in a coffee shop, in the elevator, in the lobby, in the hallway, in the restaurant. You just talk loud. And I just, I just really really am asking so graciously for you to bring it down about seven decibels so that we can all 
enjoy uh, the company of the people that we came with and not those that we don't know. Well, right. That's my petty peeve this week. White men talk real loud for no reason. I can't argue with that. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I know that we we too can be, you know, quite loud, but I, I can see how, you know, the volume of, of white men especially would be oppressive. Oh my God. So oppressive. <laughs> <laughs> so oppressive. It's right there oh on my shoulder. Oh my gosh. Just the weight of a thousand, it's just the weight of 400 years of oppression and slavery. Weight of 400 white men dicks on my shoulder. Oh my God, my that's nasty. In my ear. I didn't ask for your business to be by my business, sir. Just leave me alone. Please. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> just leave me. Just leave me. Please. All right, Please. all right. I too have a... Uh, Petty peeve that will probably be, you know, problematic. And I'm sure that the people, there will be people who have opinions and will feel ways about this. So I went to a restaurant Can't wait. on Saturday mm-hmm. and um, it was a big group of us. We had just finished uh, singing in a concert and everyone was hungry. So we went to get food together and it's a huge group of us. We were sitting at this big long table and our waitress was working really hard, very patient with us. We um, took all of our drink orders. We know it's a large party, so we were trying to be patient with her and, you know, letting her bring. So she brought us all of our drinks, and she didn't give us straws. So it was just like we were all kind of sitting there waiting, like, okay, so can we get a straw? Can we get a straw? So when she came back, we asked her the straw, and she was like, you know, we don't give straws freely anymore. And I was like, um... What? Mm. And she was explaining mm-hmm. to me how, you know, straws kill the turtles. Yes. Um, they do. Um, but I won't. Uh, <laughs> so give it. To me. So wait, right? She was just like, if we have we have these straws, but we don't give them away. Um, you know, you have to ask for them. I was like, so can we get some straws? So she brought us these straws. They were paper. Oh, those cardboard straws that like are hard to suck. It feels like you got a hole in your straw. Yes, and it, it makes whatever you're drinking taste like paper. Yeah, don't like it. And if it sits in your drink long enough, like any paper, it's going it, to get soggy. It starts to break down. Yep. So, um, you know, wasn't long before people were complaining about these paper straws. And, you know, <laughs> called her back over like, girl, what are we going to do? Because we have these drinks. We're not going to drink them because we don't want to put our mouths on your cups because why would we do that? And secondly, right. And secondly, like these straws that, that you gave us are like not useful. Like they're just not working. And, you know, she seemed flustered and she was just like, well, we're trying to save the turtles. And we were like, girl, that is so <laughs> commendable. But we just want to drink this lemonade. can we get into this sprite though that's what we just and she was just it's getting watery so like the ice is you know watered down like so her manager came and out from his pocket comes all of the plastic standard straws (laughs) and he was just looking at her like girl like just give give them the straws like (laughs) 
So I'm not saying that I don't care about the turtles and their untimely passing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not out here trying to murder all turtles forever. But I do feel like we live in an age, you know what I'm saying, where, you know, there, you, there is a device that will vacuum your whole apartment while you're sleeping. That we we it's we live scary. in an age where you know cars park themselves. I just yeah, believe that surely about. we can come up with a way to dispose of straws <laughs> save in a turtles. manner that does not compromise the lives of the turtles that God put on this earth. <laughs> but I will not drink for what purpose? I'm you know what I'm sure. saying? Whatever. I don't. I mean, the Lord. Get you. Listen. It's the circle of life that moves us all. I'm not here to get in God's business. <laughs> I do, however, believe that there is a way. You know what I'm saying? If we have the technology that shrinks cancer tumors, <laughs> if we have the technology that will give white women backsides the size of the state of Missouri, <laughs> then I don't understand why we cannot find a way to dispose of the the straws in a way that does not kill all the turtles. But I will Bless not it. drink no. my Arnold Palmer out your glass <laughs> without a straw. So we're going to have to find a way around this conundrum, this what the the big the bigger issue is that they actually had plastic straws, and the thing about it is like I don't want to hear your spiel on the turtles. <laughs> she had preached a whole inter- sermon about how we have um, got to save the turtles, and I'm just like, sis, yeah. hey, I don't like, know girl, the turtles, like, but I'm paying for this drink. I saw the episode of Saved by the Bell where they saved the ducks and they washed them with Dawn, and it was an oil spill. I get all of that, you know what I'm saying, and I'm right here with you, but you have plastic straws available and right now my drink's getting water. And it's paper in my cup. Like, let's just get to the getting and stop with all of Like, you know what I'm saying? um, Get you a uh, change.org petition. Start you a a GoFundMe. But go get with a scientist and design some some straws. Get you a summer internship at the FDA. Do whatever you gotta do. I don't before just but bring right now I need to get up in this Shirley Temple and and your values are keeping me from doing that. And I mean, they're your values to have, but they don't have anything to do with my Shirley Temple that I'm paying for. And I don't want to put a piece of cardboard in. I don't want to feel like I'm licking the side of the U-Haul boxes. So, so yeah, let's just get these plastic straws popping. And um, thanks. Thank you so much. I'm like, I, I you know, I, I have a very... Um, I, I'm real sensitive when it comes to the service industry because I realize that in the service industry, uh, they deal with a lot because I have dealt with a lot. You know what I'm saying? I remember I worked in a Jamaican restaurant and I had a dude come in and tell me he doesn't eat garlic or onions. What can he eat? Like, what What are you talking to me about right now? So I understand that we deal with so much in the service industry. Howsomever. <laughs> We also don't like I also don't care about expressing my politics to somebody when I have a certain product available that is going to make both of our lives easier. I'm not going to put myself in the weeds by sitting here having a conversation with you about how the soda that you're drinking came from a six pack and that six pack is getting ready to fall into the ocean and kill all of the whales. Like, I just don't want to hear that right now when I'm getting ready to get into a burger. In a, in a, in a <laughs> so, um. You know, my sensitivity to the service industry um, still stands, but there has to be a line where our common sense kicks in. I had a a gentleman at Dwayne Reed the other day who decided he wanted to have a whole conversation with me about anime. 
and I never once expressed to him that I was interested in anime. Or interested um, in speaking to him. I think, or about <laughs> or anything for that. I man. don't care. Like my man leaned over the counter and was like, Do you watch anime? Like, do you so you know about Naruto Shippuden? And blah blah, and I was like, "Yo, like I know about Naruto, but I'm just trying to figure out why you feel like you want to talk to me about anime right now." I'm just, we got to our common sense has got to kick in somewhere, y'all. It has to kick in somewhere, and and like you have like burgers to run, so stop with all the pleasantries about the straws and the fish, the turtle, and the and the seaweed. We don't care about that right now. Less than bothered, less. And that is another episode of Getting Grown. <laughs> Show you right. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, our graduation announcements, again, are wrapping up at the end of the month. So please get your last um, announcements in. Uh, they are winding down. Can't wait to get back into the book club. If you are in the New York City area this weekend... Um, June 23rd on Saturday, Makosa is happening, and I will be in the building with something delicious. Certainly, certainly, so certainly. make sure you come through. You can reserve, but it is better if you get there early. Um, and it's only a five dollar cover charge, I think, after four, but it runs two to ten. So come through. It's a it's a good, 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 good time. Our brother Kid Fury also has 305 Live popping the day after on the 24th. So it's going to be a busy it's sold weekend. Sold out. So if you don't got your tickets, sorry. sorry. Uh, I, might, I, might, I might be there. Hey, the whole family will be in the building because Dustin's hosting a thing right after. Oh my gosh. I'm tired already. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. And then. Kia and I have something super fun, 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 and special um, coming up for you guys, but we're just going to wait and just drop it on you yeah, like man. a Love is Everything album. Hold off. Hold off. Hold off. Uh, but yeah, also, um, thank you guys, everyone who's, you know, sent a supportive tweet. All the ladies that have let me know that they're coming to Women Evolve. I can't wait to kick it with you. Um, so yes. I think registration is still open. The link will be in the description box. July 13th and 14th in Denver, Colorado. Don't meet me there. Beat me there. Also, Jade and I will be at the Impact Conference, Reed Temple AME Church in the DMV area on July 21st. Uh, that registration link will also be in the bio. We'll be talking about a lot of the things that we talked about today during the kitchen table. So if you want to be a part of that conversation live and direct and in all of the living color, please come kick it with us there all the information you can find on the website that's going to be in the description box so yes please come and check us out um we're busy and doing things man and like like we said uh the summer should prove to be uh, an eventful one for getting Absolutely. grown um and, and the rest of the year for that matter so yes uh that wraps it up and that yes that's another episode so make sure that you are drinking your water I need to do that. And minding your business. Absolutely. Very important. Moisturizing your skin. Why, sis? Because your black will absolutely crack if it's dry. Mind the sea turtles. Save the sea turtles. Ciao, cheese. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>